You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. This is Dr. Saba Maruf, and you are listening to Unsung Heroes, uncovering stories of inspiration and action here on Podcast Detroit. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Unsung Heroes, stories to inspire. I am your host, Dr. Saba Maruf, and I want to welcome you back. Um, Welcome back all of our regular listeners, and if it's your first time joining us, then welcome. Uh, Our purpose here is to share amazing stories and unique narratives of individuals who have been sparked by their passion to become change makers in our communities, and we really hope that by sharing these stories of positivity, we will inspire you to live a life of purpose, action, and impact. And um, you can find all of our past episodes on our Facebook page. Just look for Unsung Heroes Stories to Inspire, as well as um, the website, uh, podcastdetroit.com. Look for our show. And all of our episodes on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud. Where else are we, Jess? Spotify? I don't know if we're on Spotify. Uh, Spotify, Google oh, Play, oh. Podbean, yeah, we're all Stitcher. Over. I don't know. Radio? Are we still yeah. there? Yeah. It's so, so we're all over. Woohoo. All the podcasting places. <laughs> you said Apple Music too. Yeah. Nice. Yes, yes. And that's actually kind of how I actually I listen to a lot of podcasts on I guess it's Apple iTunes. Um but yeah. So welcome everybody and welcome to our sound engineer, Jessica. Ah, welcome. <laughs> Um, and I am super excited today because we actually have a full, uh, full studio here Mm -hmm. and I'm super excited to introduce, um, everybody. Um, we're going to be, uh, talking about, um, Hamtramck, um, and which is kind of cool because, um, we've had a few guests so far that have, that we've, you know, it's definitely come up because a lot of our guests are local. Um, Sally uh, Howell, Dr. Howell has been on and she's done uh, research. And then um, Rezzy Jaffrey was on a few weeks ago. I don't know if you guys know Rezzy, but he is um, working on um, uh, documentaries and filmmaking. And um, I think he lives, well, he's lived in Hamtramck or right now he's in Detroit. But anyway, that's a good episode. To I think he'll be into. filming our project. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So that ties in very well together. Um, so just as a means of an introduction, um, so we have um, – an awesome group here, and we're going to be talking about One Hamtramck, which is an independent community activist organization that focuses on bringing people together. And with a respect for diversity and social justice, um, One Hamtramck LLC was formed in 2007 with the intention of using the arts to help serve the marginalized and overlooked communities in the area, bringing visibility and a better understanding of the many rich cultures that share this Detroit and Hamtramck region. And if you're tuning in from outside Michigan or outside Detroit, um, Hamtramck is um, right outside Detroit in a very, I mean, we'll talk about it, but um, really interesting um, place for, I think, uh, new immigrants and second generation and really cool um, melting pot or salad bowl, whatever you will. (laughs) Um, And so we're really excited. And um, so here in the studio, I'll um, briefly introduce everybody. We have Bill Meyer. Hello. Hi, Bill. And Bill is a cultural community activist. Uh, his home is in Hamtramck, and he's a he's a founding member of One Hamtramck, as I mentioned, which is an independent progressive organization. Um, <clears throat> and and he's going to talk more about um, the organization, and of course um, this project that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Farha Hanif, hi Farha, hi. <laughs> um, has a bachelor's degree in sociology and anthropology, and a research background in social justice and religious discrimination. And she uh, currently works as an IT consultant, and she's going to be talking about um, 
the uh, Bangladesh Bangla Mural Project, which is really what we're showcasing today. So super excited about that. And then we also have Farhan Huck. Hi. Hi, Farhan. Hi, guys. He's a physician, scientist, and biomedical engineer, and uh, currently a dermatology resident at Wayne State University. So welcome. Thank you. And last but not least, we have Bushra Rahman. Hi, Bushra. Hey, Saba. <laughs> she's a current graduate from Wayne State University's College of Education, and she's excited to begin her career as an English teacher. Um, so welcome, everybody. I'm super excited to have you here today and really talk about Wanham Tramick and your latest pro- project, um, their first large-scale outdoor mural to celebrate Bangladeshi American culture and heritage. And um, the project is entitled Bangladesh Coming to America, and it's a community-funded art project that will be located – that is located in Detroit, um, actually the border of Detroit and Hamtramck on the east wall of the school Bridge Academy West. And really the hope is that this mural will allow those who hold diversity and respect for all cultures as essential to life to better understand the Bangladeshi American experience. So super excited to have you all. Thank you so much. And I definitely want to give a shout-out to Subha Hani Farhaz sister who um she's really awesome i've known her for a while actually working together through um sarn syrian american Re- uh, rescue network i always get that acronym wrong and aisha who's been on the show always kills me <laughs> um for it but um she really approached me and um you know kind of came up with this idea of having you all on and unfortunately she can't be here she's a medical student she's at michigan state and she couldn't make it today um, but um, she really wanted to be here. Yeah, so, so we're going to miss her. Mm-hmm. But just want to definitely give her a shout out and thank you so much for bringing this together. And she was really on top of it, sending me all your bios like a month ahead of time. <laughs> Nobody usually yeah. ever does that, so that was she's nice. kind of awesome. <laughs> she is. Yeah. She's really. So we're thinking about you, Sopa. Um, but hopefully she'll tune in later as well. But so, um, so let's start with Bill. Bill, can you tell us a little bit about One Ham Tramic and how it was formed and what projects you've worked on? Yes, first of all, thank you for having us here today. I appreciate that. It's nice meeting you. First of all, I'm not an unsung hero myself, so I I hope I fit in with this, but uh, (laughs) our organization might be unsung, so let's go from there. Uh, (laughs) It's an organization dedicated to trying to overcome the uh, Islamophobia and racism and uh, all sorts of social ills. We uh, use culture to try to help bring people together by understanding each other. Mm -hmm. So... uh, uh, about 10 years ago, after I left the Human Relations Commission in Hamtramck, I started this uh, LLC, which sort of structured like a 501c3, but um, uh, we aren't in the business for money. It's for working with the community. And um, we've had three major projects, um, many smaller ones. We've had uh, town hall meetings monthly last year and uh, film screenings and all sorts of other public events. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we sponsor other projects, too, and other programs, and we work in coalition with other peace and justice-type uh, organizations. The first project we did was, uh, back in 2007, was a musical uh, that I wrote. I'm a musician, an artist, composer. And it was called Home Sweet, coming to Hamtramck, and it was about immigrants coming to Hamtramck. And we, I interviewed uh, about 18 immigrants from different ethnic groups and made a movie about it, and then we... Uh, had an orchestra, and I wrote a suite, a musical suite that played while the movie was on and back and forth like that. And it's on YouTube if you want to see it. It's called The Home Suite, S-U-I-T-E, coming to Hamtramck. And by the way, our organization is called 1-O-N-E Hamtramck, one word, dot org, and we have a website if you want any more information. The second project we worked on was a major one, was a mural in the uh, uh, Yemeni community 
in Hamtramck, which is also a very marginalized community in the sense that they've been there quite a long time, maybe 50, 60 years, and uh, have very little presence in the government. Uh, there's up until shortly, up till recently, they there was no Arab-speaking person working for the city, and it's the largest ethnic group in the city, and this is a major injustice. I didn't realize I didn't realize that they've been there that that population yeah. has been there that long. Actually, well, that's because decades. they've been marginalized. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> they live south of Holbrook, stay down there, and don't bother us. That's right. We love you and that kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, and they probably also didn't want to participate, too, because a lot of people, a lot of the Yemenis came over to make money to send back to the family at home. So uh, it wasn't that they were enticed to be part of the government. Uh, for a long time, Hamtramck, uh, Joseph Kampo, the main street of town, was uh, primarily Polish. At one time, it's probably eight, 90% <coughs> Polish in the city. And even though there were many Yemenis, they had no businesses on Joseph. Now they do, and that's mm. changing totally. And the Polish population is probably maybe 10%. And Yemeni is the largest uh, ethnic group in the city. And they weren't represented fairly. So we decided to put a, a, a mural in their community, a large one, about their history and about their culture. And uh, we had a set up committees to find artists, to find out what should be in the mural, and to f fundraise within the community itself. And uh, it was very successful. We had an artist named Dasik Fernandez from uh, Chile who did a magnificent mural that's world famous now on the side of the Sheba uh, restaurant on Joseph Campo, south of Holbrook. And uh, so we decided to do the same thing in the Bangladesh community and try to uh, bring a piece of uh, work of art in their community to represent their history and culture. So that's why we're here. This is our third major project, Wilhelm Tramming. So uh, this one's even more magnificent than the other one. This is the walls twice as big and, uh, and the committee's twice as big and, uh, and the enthusiasm is twice as strong. Mm -hmm. and, and we're very excited about the project. It's going to be completed in June 17th. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Oh, Wow. Oh, it's going to be completed. I didn't realize that. We'll have our celebration event on Sunday, June 17th oh, at 2.30. Wow. Oh, amazing. Oh, my gosh. So this is very timely. Yeah. So everyone be there. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be right after Ramadan, so we can really celebrate, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like a part of it, like an Eid celebration, too. Yeah. So, Farha, um, tell me um, so a little bit about, um, about, you know, kind of what inspired um, this project. Um and, you know, kind of why personally it's been important, especially for you and your sister, um, to kind of join forces with Bill or kind of, you know, actually I don't really know the whole, whole history, but just really what what kind of really inspired and ignited this idea. Yeah. So um, like Bill was saying, One Hamtramck, they um, completed the mural for the Yemeni, um, uh, representing the Yemeni culture in Hamtramck. Um, and after that, uh, I think the next uh, step that they had taken was to create the Bangla uh, a mural for the Bangladeshi community. And at that time, um, my dad was on the, um, was working with Bill in One Ham Tramick, um, and he really wanted to um, see that, see that the mural um, is uh, completed successfully. And he was really excited. I know that they had gained a little bit of momentum. They were looking for artists. And at that time, um, Bill, uh, and um, Bill and my father and a few other individuals, they were looking for muralists. They had found one and it kind of fell through. There was a lot of um, timing and, and uh, lack of muralists and things like that that kind of um, uh, didn't see the uh, the project to, um, to completion at that time. Um, and I remember when all of this was happening, um, 
my my dad would come home and he would he would tell me about the project and um i remember because it was still in the beginning stages um i uh he would he would say you know like let let's we'll we'll get it set up and then i would bug him every day like hey what's going on how is the project coming along and when can i join because i really wanted to help out but i knew that they still um were were needed to you know um have the lift off and they, they didn't get started yet um so that was i think like 4 years ago um about when they um they were having the talks to create this mural and um uh and then 2 years ago so in september um my september 2016 my uh, our father um passed away unexpectedly and um at that time like a month later we had a sort of memorial for him in hamtramck and the reason we did it in hamtramck was um my dad loved he loved the city. He mm. was spent all his time there. Um, he used to work for the U.S. Census and he would, um, he canvassed heavily for the U.S., um, for the 2010 U.S. Census. And he, um, was all about basically what Bill said about, you know, bringing to light marginalized communities. He was all about, his message was all about, um, doing things for the next generation and making sure that, um, if the Bangladeshi community, which was so vibrant and so rich and, um, and um, dense in Hamtramck that that population gets highlighted in the census. And he did. He was able to successfully, you know, um, lift up the numbers to be much more representative of what the population really was in that city um, and in the neighboring cities. So he was really um, he was very passionate about um community and bringing the community together and making sure that everyone feels involved and doing things for the next generation, leaving your mark. So um, that being said, so when he uh, passed away, we thought it was fitting to have um, a kind of a kind of a celebration of his life um, uh, in Hamtramck. And at that point, um, I had invited Bill because at, we had never even met Bill. Actually, my mom, I, uh, he had met my mom, but um, my sister and I had never met Bill. But we you know, we were in, we wanted everyone to come and celebrate with us. So we invited Bill. Uh, I met Bill there. He was awesome. Um, and at that time, uh, the topic came up of the, of the Bangladeshi mural. And, um, we were talking and I was like, Oh yeah, I was really excited about that project, but, um, it didn't happen. And right then and there, um, Bill, uh, proposed that night that you know maybe we should restart that project and a week later we met and then ever since it's um it's been a really really crazy ride Mm -hmm. but um we've come a long long way so really um after after that day in october um we had our first committee meeting and then um we've just been meeting ever since and um we're really really excited that everything that kind of um I think for me and my sister and my mom, especially, um, my dad was always focused on uniting everyone. And the two things was uniting everyone, making sure that everyone, you know, feels like they're involved, feels like they're accepted and also, um, doing something for their children and doing something for the next generation that they can enjoy, appreciate and, um, feel proud of. And I think this project encompasses both of those aspects completely. Um, it's something that, everyone in the community we're hoping that everyone in the community can be proud of because we've tried so hard to have community involvement and make sure that everyone has um some sort of attachment to this project even before it's painted um and you know for the next generation this will be something that um you know you go outside and you see and you feel that sense of pride and you feel that sense of acceptance because of what's represented on 
through art um, on a wall. So that's why it's really important, especially to my family. But um, we are so happy and blessed to have joined forces with Bill and One Ham Tramick and um, and grown our committee and met so many awesome people. So it's really uh, it's been a great path so far. And we're really, really looking forward to it being completed successfully on June 17th. And I think my dad would be really happy about that, that it actually is, mm-hmm. we're seeing it through and it's getting done. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's so beautiful. And like, what a beautiful um, legacy and um, testament to his dedication and his work yeah. and his, you know, passion for Hopefully. this. Can I add something to yes, that? Please. Uh, uh, Abu Hanif was uh, one of my mm-hmm. best friends and he was on the one hand tremic board for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw in him those qualities that uh, we shared in, in One Ham Tramic of bringing the community together. He was a selfless person, a humanist. He loved everybody, and uh, he was a positive person. I really was hoping to do a project together with him, but he passed away. So this is, in, in his spirit, we're doing this mural in a sense. So it's it's in his name. We're, we appreciate him and his family. Wow, beautiful. Thank Thanks. Um. Wow, that's really beautiful. Um, so, you know, can, uh, you know, Farhan and Bushra also, can you all kind of share with our listeners a little bit about the Bangladeshi community um, in Hamtramck and even also, you know, kind of the greater Detroit area? Sure. Um, so, uh, interestingly, you know, before the census, we really didn't have an idea of how many Bangladeshis are even in Michigan or like the greater Detroit area or Hamtramck. But, um, you know, there are a lot of Bangladeshis. I think from the census, we know that there's somewhere between like 10 and 20,000 Bangladeshis in, uh, in Detroit. Wow. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. It's, it's a very vibrant community. Um, Bangladesh is, um, you know, a small country to the east of India, um, and to the west of Burma and to the north of the Bay of Bengal, just to give you guys like a mental image of where it is. Um, it's very low-lying, um, uh, very close to sea level. Um, so it's uh, richly, um, uh, the rivers are richly kind of run through the country. And it's very green, very rich, uh, it has tons of heritage, has tons of history going back thousands of years. Um, and, you know, even though the country is small, um, you know, we kind of gained independence through our struggle for our language, which is mm-hmm. Bengali. Mm-hmm. And Bengali is the eighth most commonly spoken uh, language in the entire world. So um, it's uh, it's really interesting. We have like tons of, you know, there's like a rich history and tons of stories that very few people know because Bangladesh is actually a relatively young country. Mm. Uh, it gained its independence in 1971. So, um, so interestingly, you know, uh, you know, I'm a physician and I see lots of patients and, you know, going through the healthcare system, you know, patients will ask me, where, where are you from? What's your country of heritage? And when I tell them I'm Bangladeshi, they have no idea. Usually, okay. typically they have no idea or they're like, where is that? Is that like, is that the Middle East? You know. Well, we, we all get the questions, right? Are yeah. you Indian? Yeah. No. Are you Pakistani? No. There's nothing left. Then. There's nothing <laughs> left. Yeah. And which is interesting yeah. that Farha says that because you know, out of the South Asian uh, subcontinent, you know, we're I guess like you know, classically, the least you know, 
like we're the most marginalized, yeah. yeah, the most underrepresented of the, you know, of India. Well, Pakistan, let's be fair India. though. You used to be Indian. We used to be uh, exactly. We all, yeah, oh, right. and Pakistanis too. Yeah, yeah. Pakistan, right. yeah, so, but we don't, we don't, we don't call Pakistanis Indians anymore, though. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> but Bangladesh, nobody exactly. even knows exactly. what Bangladesh is. We never exactly. have yeah. to like. We it's like constantly making Bangladesh relative to India mm. in yeah. order to be. Oh, of course, right. you know what I mean. Yeah. In order right. to be like accepted or understood, right. which so is interesting, right? Because. Um, and I'm going to say the first name wrong. Ravind Thakur. Ravind Thakur. Yeah, he is Bengali, and he actually wrote the. Indian yeah. national anthem, so he, right? He would yeah. be from West Bengal, so current day India. Uh, but, it but, but it was um so he oh, he see. spoke Bengali, yeah, mm-hmm. and he he wrote the Indian and Bangladeshi national anthem. Yeah. And like an amazing I mean literary oh, he figure. He is in the a region. Nobel Prize winning poet. Non Caucasian, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, I believe so. To win he's amazing. A Nobel Prize. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. really yeah, and really deep. You know, poetry. It's amazing. But based yeah. off of what Farhan said, I mean, if we think about what One Hamtramck is doing and what we want out of this mural project is, right, is uh, we're talking about in Hamtramck, uh, represent, or in Hamtramck in Detroit and Michigan representing Bangladesh. He's making sure that we're represented and not marginalized and, mm-hmm. and the numbers are there. So why can't you see it in, in art form, right? But then mm-hmm. based off of what he just said is, seventh or eighth most spoken language in the world but people wow. still don't know exact much about our culture or our language or our people so right. it's kind of a triple tier of um, marginalization mm-hmm. or underrepresentation that hopefully this mural mm-hmm. project is one step in the right direction yeah and then like another thing to kind of emphasize i guess is there's so many immigrants like bangladeshi immigrants um especially you know like i visited new york city not too long ago for an interview um, and there's like, we, you hear Bengali spoken almost everywhere, actually. It's crazy. Wow. Just on the streets, like walking from one it's corner like to another. It's like you're in Bangladesh. It's yeah. like That's you're in Bangladesh. That's what Hamtramck is like. Just yeah. to even like paint. I'm, so I was born and raised in the Hamtramck Detroit community. We're still living there. Um, it's like mini Bangladesh. Yeah. Like little My, Bangladesh, it should be called. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. It, even there's a street that's been dubbed um, Bangladeshi Avenue. Yeah, right Conant. in front of my house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. very like the the diaspora is happening. Mm-hmm. People are coming in from Bangladesh to Hamtramck by the day. It feels right. like right. And um, I should mention also that I work as a musician in many different places, clubs, restaurants, almost every place I work in private parties. If there's somebody working there, and they and I can recognize Bangladeshis, right, like that. <laughs> yeah. Almost every place I work, there's a Bangladeshi working there. Of course, mm. they're amazing. all over. But yeah. I think it's like so important what we're doing because you. Ha- I think sometimes with um, working class, especially working class immigrant communities like Hamtramck, mm-hmm. you have the mentality of where I'm going to come to the city, I'm going to settle with my family. Eventually, we're going to make money, and then we're going to leave to a bigger and better place. But I think mm-hmm. what the mural is doing, especially for people like my family who are in the city and who went to school and grew up here, it tells them like, let's stay here and let's make this place beautiful. Let's make this place a home. And I just, I'm so excited to see that happen with our mural. Yeah. And I don't know if this, these people here, our friends know about the plans for that street, Carpenter, but uh, Mohammed Issa, who owns the building and the property all along Carpenter there, gave us an idea of the layout of the land for that area. He's, he owns most of the property around there. And this is, mural's going to be like the center of the showcase. Across the street's going to be a new structure, four-story four high office building. On the other side of the Bridge Academy West School, they're tearing it down next month. 
and building an apartment building. Mm. And so it's going to be revitalized. The it's whole community yeah. is across yeah. the street. They're going to have a park. Uh, oh, wow. it's, they're going to draw attention to that, the Bangladesh community. It's going to be amazing. Street. It's going to be amazing. Wow. Bring will be the first visibility thing. to the yeah. mural. Oh, it'll amazing. bring kind of prominence to. Farhan, you mentioned as street. a physician. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I mean, as a testament also um, to, I mean, highly ed- also a very highly educated community. And I get this a lot. Um, I'm a psychiatrist and, you know, through my training in Detroit, and then I still I volunteer at Huda Clinic. So many times have um, uh, Bangladeshi patients. And sometimes the people that are um, coordinating the appointments kind of assume that we can speak the same language. But first of all, there's so many languages in India and Pakistan and the whole region. But um, yeah. but it's like interesting because we don't, you know, I, I speak Urdu, or I, I try to speak Urdu. <laughs> I can understand it much better than I can speak it. <laughs> but, um, you know, but we and my best friend actually in college was Bangladeshi. But, um, you know, the languages are language is totally different. But there's still when I do see p- patients from that region, um, there's something kind of like akin, like we feel like mm-hmm. I can, I mean, I hope, I, I feel like I still have so much in common. Yeah, we're cousins. Yeah. With, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like we're, you know, and yeah. like you, yeah, there's this, still like, I, the history is intertwined. Exactly. You know, totally. Even it's like, this isn't just for Bangladeshis, you know, mm-hmm. this is, I think this mural is a big win for just even our South Asian community in the Michigan I agree. area. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a time and we have, like we have you know, weird uh, stereotypes about Bangladeshis and there are like friction between mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. South Asian communities. Even I within think, Bangladeshis. Yes. I mean, even, really. But like yeah. this, I feel like is, will serve as that symbol for us to come together, especially mm-hmm. in a time where there's so much um, mm-hmm. hatred and division going on. Mm-hmm. For us, like when you're a minority, how important it is to stick together mm-hmm. and work towards something good and beautiful for your communities Mm -hmm. and kind of have like pride of where you came from and know about where you came from honestly you know i think it would be you know one of the mm. reasons that i thought would be amazing for the mural is that i personally wanted to learn more about my country of heritage yeah we've learned so much yeah yeah exactly just like even um the landmarks right Mm -hmm. the the forests in bangladesh the uh, we've learned so much about the Bengal tiger. So mm-hmm. Farhan is like an expert on it. But just to give you like a, a understanding of the process that um, that we uh, obviously modeled off of how they created the Yemeni mural. But um, Bill mentioned that there was lots of committees and things like mm-hmm. that. So for this project as well, we had um, a committee for artist search. We had a committee for content. We had a committee for um fundraising so every every aspect had a different uh, committee dedicated to it and so for example what um farhan and Bashir were talking about so for the content committee um it was basically right we we were looking for a muralist our first choice was um to have a Bangladeshi muralist, ideally, right? You you want to paint about your culture, you get a Bangladeshi muralist. But unfortunately, we couldn't um, find um, uh, one that would translate our message and, and what we were looking for um, at, it, within the time frame that we were looking for it. So um, we uh, we um, chose w- who we totally love and we're so excited about him, Marka, um, who is uh, of Mexican heritage. Um, but of course, you can't expect any um, anybody that isn't Bangladeshi to completely understand your culture without telling him and explaining to him and giving him an overview of what your culture is all about. So um, the process that one Ham Tramick had set up for um, cre- uh, kind of um, 
choosing what the content would be because even though we want to give the artist um his um his uh artistic um license yeah license we still had some um as a bangladeshi community we still had some uh symbols some landmarks mm-hmm. some things that we thought would are really important that would represent uh, who we are as a people. So what we ended up doing was um, we held town hall meetings and those were basically we yelled and screamed and called everyone everywhere in Michigan um, who um, is uh, Bangladeshi. We invited the entire community. So we also wanted um, individuals who are non-Bangladeshi to come and learn about our culture. But we wanted the Bangladeshi community to come out and tell us what was um, what was important to them, like what they wanted to see. And Farhan can go into detail of how we like collected those ideas. Um, but that that is really mm. from from understanding those content symbols and things like that, we learned a whole lot about about what uh everybody else wants to see in the mural and what we want to see in the mural as wow. well um but farhan can go into detail and it, before he does i want to just yeah. spin off that uh one of the main objectives of one am tramic is to bring people together so we obviously want to make sure that what's on this mural is going to represent the majority of the community's feelings and interests we don't want to divide people. We want to try to include as many people as possible. It's impossible to get everybody involved, and somebody's going to dislike something of it. But uh, the purpose is to involve the community, and that's why we had so many uh, town hall meetings to invite as many people who could come and be part of the process of creating something that's going to represent their culture and history. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, our contact committee is only Bangladeshis we've decided because they're only they should decide what represents their culture uh, even though one hand tramic is multi-diverse we have many different ethnic people in the group but when we work in the community like that the idea the main focus is to bring people together and that's what they're that's what Abu Hanif felt too so mm. he would do the same thing so I mean that's kind of <clears throat> leads into kind of another question is and um as a musician and artist, um, and all of you, how do you, you know, how did you decide to use really art as a medium to convey, you know, kind of the struggles, <clears throat> challenges, um, beauty of uh, immigration and of the, you know, this community, the Bangladeshi community in particular? Well, um, I've been a musician most all my life, and I've also been an activist, a progressive activist all my life, and uh, uh, I put them together and I try to use culture for uh, activism. And uh, in this case, uh, my feelings of my life of playing a musician and a band leader and playing parties and all that, nothing's more joyful than to see people dancing together, partying together, and having fun. All different looking people all getting along and having fun. It makes the environment better. It makes everybody feel better. And we all benefit from it. So that same concept that all my life I've seen this experience and it happens through the arts. And that's how you bring people together. You dance and sing and play together. And uh, share and learn about each other. You have to learn about each other. You have to walk in their shoes for a while and realize that we have a lot in common. And uh, it's the same goals, the same needs of life. And uh, that's why we use culture because I happen to be a cultural artist. So I, I decided to use that. There's many. I'm active in other groups that aren't culturally oriented. But uh, this particular one is because of my special interest in arts. Yeah. And uh, I want to, so off of that question, though, I think we all have personal reasons of why we uh, really, you know, are excited about the mural um, and why art is important to it. But for me, I mean, I mean, Bill talked about how there's underrepresentation and and there's you know in government and things like that. Busher touched on it how you know there um, there's not 
um, like the power structures there we're not represented there even though we have the numbers even though we're we're represented um, economically um, we're not uh, on a um, from top down we're not we're not listed anywhere um, and even though there's such a high population of Bangladeshis if I go to anyone at work even and just talk about him tramic immediately yes it was originally or um, it's known as a Polish town but you know Mm-hmm. After that, that's that's just surface level, right? Um, nobody is even familiar with the rich diversity of the city. Um, and I think with today's political climate um, and, and everything that's happening around the world, um, there there's a lot of there's of course there's going to be a lot of work and a lot of um, uh, meaningful work that you can do to get those power structures corrected to to um, uh, demarginalized populations to have Bangladeshis and other popul- minorities represented across different platforms and spectrums. But I think what's so beautiful about having a mural dedicated to um, uh, sharing knowledge about a community is that someone you you walk out in, in on the street and um, you know you feel all of those powers. You feel mm-hmm. you feel the you feel like okay, I'm I'm a minority and I might be marginalized and I'm not represented anywhere um, in in the government or um, everyone you know thinks of me only as the the lowest of the low working class and I'm not you know I'm not taken seriously here or there you feel all of that when you walk out you know we all put on our our gear and we walk out with that stuff but to walk out and then see literally in your face a wall just telling you that you know your culture is accepted here and that Mm -hmm. um, your culture is valued here and that your culture is here um, is really really powerful and I don't think anything but art and anything mm-hmm. but you know public art like this could give you those kind of feelings um, so I think that will be it's it's not something easily described but I think it will really um, inspire and hopefully uh, inspire people um, to you know say like it'll be okay it'll be okay just to add on to mm. that I think like you say public right so this is a public mural I think the reason the mural is one of the most genius ideas we could do to go about this process of understanding and diversity and inclusion is a mural is accessible. You mm-hmm. know, like you don't need to go to a fancy museum to see this mural. You don't need to have okay. internet to get access mm-hmm. to this mural. There, this is this mural is in a residential neighborhood. Kids looking out their window will mm-hmm. see this mural. Mm-hmm. Young, like little, I always, I'm on Carpenter and I see little kids or Bangladeshi boys riding their mm-hmm. bikes. You know, they will see this mural. And mm-hmm. it will serve as that like very accessible reminder of who you are and where you can go and what you can do for yeah. your community. And, and off of Bush's point of, you know, little kids will see this in their window. I mean, I think we all can relate. Um, for example, I mean, Busher grew up in, in Hamtram, Detroit or Hamtram? Hamtram, Detroit area. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I didn't have that privilege. And I say privilege because I can only imagine how how um, wonderful it must have been to go to school and see mm. people just like you or mm. people speaking the same mm. language as you that you were speaking at home. Like, I, I can only imagine that feeling of not being an outsider. But mm. I, I grew up um, in, in Rochester for the most part and or in Illinois, which was even less uh, diverse. <laughs> um, and um, I, I didn't have that. And I think a lot of a lot of um, uh, either uh, children of immigrants or, or first generation or um or immigrants in general feel that. And I think that, you know, if you're, 
and they and they feel I think we all go through a, a period of kind of rejecting our culture or um or you know trying to fit in trying yeah. to to mm-hmm. not put oil in the hair and and not you know bring curry <laughs> yeah. to lunch something like that um or don't smell like your mother's curry outside you know we all go through all of that um but then we all try to somehow come back um for a lot of us this mirror project could be just that right coming back yeah. to our culture and embracing and it and and yeah. um and pushing that and, and um and sharing it with the whole world but for those mm-hmm. for the next generation or for the the younger kids it this is a great way to you know see something so cool like a mural and be like oh well that's my culture and that's awesome yeah. you know and it's never the the cool thing about this is it's never really been done yeah you know in the united states i don't even know exactly. anywhere else yeah. like in the world like we searched yeah. we looked we to looked, see. Yeah. We looked has anyone low. done this yeah, yeah. to for find Bangladeshis. out yeah for bangladeshis i mean you know there's so many bangladeshis across the world um i feel like having something like this would just resonate with Bangladeshis everywhere, you know, just to like look at it and kind of ponder, you know, question, um, you know, inquire about different things that are kind of like instrumental and different and unique about our culture uh, just to find out more. I I think it's, it's awesome. And it's, you know, the visual medium, you know, um, I mean, I'm biased because I'm going into dermatology. (laughs) Um, So it's like, you know, your eyes, you know, you appreciate the world, um, you know, around you. And just by looking at the mural, you know, it's, it's a, it's a very, there's no like lecture. There's no, you know, there, you don't need to, you don't need to ha- have anything else kind of like support it. It's just like you look at it and then you don't need an interpreter. You don't need an interpreter. Yeah. And you know, there's like, it, it speaks to people who don't speak English. It speaks to people who like it, it crosses, you know, um, you know, barriers of language, of culture, of religion, um, and kind of hopefully is like just kind of like a message of inclusion maybe. And it, and it also brings respect to that community and attention to it, first of all, attention. Exactly. Because some community that's willing to put something that big and that uh, artistic in a, in, on a building – uh, it speaks to the culture's interest in, in uh, I mean, the, the community's interest in the culture and the history mm-hmm. of their people. Uh, we, you know, I want to, now that Farha actually brought up the political aspect of this, there's a few points I want to add to this discussion. One is that, you know, uh, we, uh, one hand, Tramic has trouble uh, identifying borders and boundaries. You know, it's very difficult. They're artificial most of the time. If you go down Carpenter where this mural's paint, if you walk down the middle of Carpenter Street, the left lane's on your, that's Heimtramic, and the right lane is, is Detroit. Now, mm. uh, the laws are different on this side of the street than they are on this side of the street. The people are treated differently by taxes and, and other restrictions. And uh, why should it be like that? Why should you say, well, this now I live here and one, one store over, they're in another city, and it's like different people, and you treat them differently or something. Uh, I think the boundaries are artificial. They're difficult to deal with a lot of times, and that's what creates all this immigration problems in the world, and we should find a better way to uh, analyze where people's limits are. The whole world belongs to everybody as far as we're concerned. Uh, the second important point is that this project is community-oriented, 
and um, one Hamtramck from the beginning because of our experiences with the Hamtramck government for the years I was in the Human Relations Commission. We made sure that this organization has nothing to do with the city government or politicians or campaign, uh, pol- political campaigns. I mean, we love the people too, but they can participate with our project as a citizen, as a community member, and not as a politician. So we won't have any campaigning that day of our celebration. We're all going to be equal, and we're all going to just uh, love the project that we're going to celebrate on the wall. Wow, beautiful. I mean, kind of speaking also to um, all of you guys, all of your thoughts on inclusion and belonging, and especially as young children growing up, um, you know, I'm a Muslim American um, of Indian, both Indian and Pakistani background. Um, and I've got four, now I have four kids of my own, two boys and two girls. And um, it's just, you know, in some ways, things haven't changed that much from the early 80s. And in some, in other ways, things have changed so much. Um, but it's like, I remember walking into like a you know, taking road trips and walking into a gas station and looking at the personalized keychains and like looking to see if my name might be on there, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. Grab a Coke right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure Farha will be on there, right? <laughs> Sometimes some friends have found it. Actually, in high school, a friend of mine, I don't know where he found this. This was in Michigan. Um, he like walked into a gas station and they had like those tags that you yeah. can like, I don't know, like so embroider onto like a shirt. Like a like patch. Literally, like a patch. Yeah. And he actually found one with my name on it. Well, don't feel bad. Uh, don't feel bad. My wife's name is Twyla and she never found a badge. <laughs> I mentioned yeah. And she's American born here all her life. That's Bill has no problem. Bill's everywhere. But no, but it's so important. I mean, yeah. I see that with my own children. Like if they, I mean, we definitely are seeing more representation generally of Muslim Americans, maybe not different. We're kind of like one just like, some family really appreciate yeah, exactly yeah. not really appre- not, there's not really an appreciation necessarily all the time of our backgrounds yeah. like it's like this generic Muslim woman yeah. that might mm-hmm. be have a partner show or um but I am seeing like um crate and barrel had um this year had like Ramadan decorations oh really wow um, that's really big and party yeah. city actually yeah. had Ramadan and Eid um, <laughs> plates and um I mean that's like that's you know big. it's like the so little things right that really now. counts yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. but um on on your point of, of youth you know um, one of the things that we tried to do right at the beginning of the project um, is uh, make sure that it was a so I mean there's one Hamtramck and um, which has a, like Bill said a great diverse uh, membership um, but we really tried for the mural project to um, make it a youth driven project so mm-hmm. if you look at our committee members majority of them are Bangladeshi youth um, and uh, one of the reasons we did that was because one we wanted to um uh, you know, stay away from any sort of every single immigrant population, every single population, even in the United States, um, has, uh, um, internal political um drama and and uh division and whatnot right um it, things that happen back home and we bring it over that's mm. just um that's just the way it goes in most populations but um we really wanted again back to unity to have everyone united in this project and what we realized is that with the youth um though we're very bangladeshi we're proud of our culture um we're also American and we um, maybe don't have those divisions amongst mm. us. We don't carry those divisions Baggage. with us. Mm. So, um, you know, even though uh, we included the entire community in all age spectrums, we um, we 
our committees are mostly youth and we try to uh, keep those um, divisions out of the picture so that we can kind of unite and, and do this project. And the second part being it allowed us to really, really learn about our culture, um, which was super awesome. A very important well, point about this is that uh, this is not only a Bangladeshi project. We are trying to invite non-Bangladeshis to be part of this too. Because yeah. it's the idea of bringing yeah. people together. So on mm-hmm. the 17th, we want as many non-Bangladeshis there to join us to learn about each other. That's right. the whole purpose yeah. of this thing. Unfortunately, right. the plaque that we put on the wall for all the donors, uh, we raised $50,000 like in half the time we planned to wow. because we have such aggressive fundraisers in our committees. <laughs> and they went right to those Bangladeshis who wanted to have this project to go happen. <laughs> and now there's no place left for non-Bangladeshis to donate to. So their, their names won't be on the plaque. Oh, there is definitely time. But, there's time yeah. and place. But they can do it. <laughs> well, we're still taking funds till June 1st. Okay. But uh, the majority of the names are on Bangladeshi on the list, but it doesn't mean only Bangladeshi mm-hmm. support this. And many of my friends and people of are course. non-Bangladeshi support this project, and that's mm-hmm. the whole purpose of it, to bring people together. Where can people go if they want to support the project? Uh, well, to um, get to to donate, they can go to um, uh, one hand... Wait a minute, how, how can we do that? You t- uh, I, I think you go... Oh, you go to peace, uh, action. peace Action Michigan dot okay. org. Peace Action M-I-C-H dot O-R-G. And there's a place on there you can donate and um, to the mural. And you mentioned mural when you give a donation. Okay. And, uh, and we have gifts to people who give more than $100 at different levels, 100 dollars 500000 So um, you can also go to patronicity dot mm-hmm. org. Dot maybe dot com. Dot com. Patronicity. Dot com and they explain the different levels. Even though the that campaign has ended, it's still online, and you can see the different categories of donations. Yeah, okay. We'll honor the gifts. Yeah. Wow. On that note, I will plug uh, not for donations, but please follow uh, One Ham Tramic on Facebook and mm-hmm. uh, the Bangla Mural Project on Instagram. It's at Bangla Mural. Okay. Yeah. Wait, at Bangla, at Bangla Mural. B A N G L A Mural. And you'll be up to date with every single thing that we're potentially doing, even this podcast, perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, and also all the updates for our June 17th celebration event will be posted on those two. Uh, platforms and where's the celebration? What time? And um, I know it's on the seventeenth. Yep. So it's Sunday, June seventeenth at two thirty p.m. and across the street from the mural yep. on okay. Carpenter and Cheris. Yes. So have you guys yeah. seen? I mean, is it like kind of covered up? Is it going to be like an unveiling of the mural? No, it's or too have big. Seen... We try to talk about that. <laughs> we wanted to cover a velvet curtain, <laughs> you know, but whatever. Fifty-five, fifty-five feet wide, forty-five oh, wow. feet high. I mean, so there's... you can see it in action, in progress. Yes, you can watch it all week. He's painting the week before, oh, and wow. you can watch him painting it from oh, cool. June eleventh to the sixteenth. And he's oh, going to do it in come. a week. Like we have a yeah. phenomenal artist. Oh, he will finish this mural. And is it start- so? Is it started? It has not, not yet. started. No. Yet. He's just oh, a genius who paints. In like very quick within night. a week, really yeah. fast. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. So, are you gonna? I'm sure, like that'll be really neat to do, like one of those fast camera time lapse. Time- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're definitely gonna set up a time lapse. We're gonna try to set up a live stream, hopefully, so that people can just you know uh, watch it whenever they want to tune in. Um, hopefully, we'll have that set up, and then um, and then he will be there on our celebration event. Um, and I'm sure he'll see. Well, that's amazing. That Actually, my great. boys are going to be out of school. They're getting out a little bit early. I'm going to bring them in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. All, all, yeah. We'll have, kids, um, kids have yeah, fun. we're planning on having activities for ch- 
children. And like yeah. Bill said, we're inviting everybody from every community. So we'll have a lot of very specific cultural um, themed um, events and stations that we want to share um, with everyone and, and have people learn more about our culture, whether it's through food or uh, our way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> food definitely brings people together. Yeah. All backgrounds. Yeah. So all of you, I mean, what do you, and I know we, we kind of touched on this, um, but what do you hope individuals and communities of different backgrounds um, see and experience um, in the mural, you know, when it is completed and finished? Well, uh, like I, I did mention this before, I guess, that uh, it's drawing attention to the community. I hope that this mural draws attention to the community outside of the Bangladesh community, mm. that they see this when they're driving down the street or they hear about it in the news or whatever, they talk to people, and they start developing an interest in who are Bangladeshi people and what do they do and what's their history. And uh, I mean, I've learned a lot myself about that's why I don't say Bengalis anymore. I say Bangladeshis. When I first came to Hamtramck, I tried to be clear about that and find in Bangla language, Bangla alphabet and Bengali language. I mean, it's it's respectful to mm-hmm. use the correct terminology in a community to try to learn about each other. If you say the name wrong, it's offensive. You know, you have to try to learn about each other, just like you expect them to do about you. So. Mm-hmm. It's a process of learning, and so I hope people learn about the Bangladeshi people and their community mm-hmm. and their history, just like they did about the Yemeni community. The more you learn about each other, the more we respect and work together, and it brings people together. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. Stop dividing, stop throwing immigrants out of the country, and stop uh, you know thinking of people as the other, because mm-hmm. we're all the. You may look different on the face, but uh, I mean we all have the same thing underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you doctors, the skin, we're all you, the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the most the largest yeah, organ of the body. But yes. My husband's a dermatologist too, so. <laughs> but beauty's only skin deep too. Yeah. So my mom's a psychiatrist, my husband's a dermatologist. So my mom's also a psychiatrist, and it's so uh, funny because they kind of like they go make fun of, they basically go back and forth and make fun of each other's specialties. <laughs> She'll be like, well, beauty's only skin deep. I deal yeah. with like, you know, the inner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, um, oh well, I was just saying like so. The, I, uh, Bill brought up a good point, but uh, for like you know Bangladeshis refer to you know people from the country of Bangladesh. It's a nationality. It's a nationality. Yeah. Um, but Bengali and Bangla is like the culture, so mm-hmm. that's why you know from um, you know a little bit west of Bangladesh within India, which is West Bengal, there's so many people that also speak Bengali. Um, and share our culture, but typically they are um, Hindu. Like mm-hmm. um, the religion is different. And Bangladesh is majority. Muslim. Bangladesh is majority Muslim. So we want this to kind of resonate, you know, with our culture mm-hmm. across, mm-hmm. you know, divisions and. But so there's also people. There's also people in Bangladesh who are not Bengali. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Even in Hamtramck, that area where the mural will be, there's we have a population of both Hindu. Bangladeshis and Muslim Bangladeshis. Yeah. Right. Also Christian so, Bangladeshis. Right. And, Christian Bangladeshis. and Christian Bangladeshis. Yeah. So it's yeah. a very diverse little pocket Buddhist, of place. Yeah. 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 And I think it shows like even amongst these very mm. insular Bangladeshi communities, like let's come together and let's work together on this yeah. beautiful thing. And we made sure that um, we don't have any religious um, exactly. uh, yeah. themes or motives in our mural just so that because we are a diverse country in the end of it. Mm. So we don't mm. want to alienate any individual or, you know, um, give one religion importance over the other. And, yeah. no, and, and Farha, no political parties. And no political right, parties. Right. Well. And mm. Farha was asking, uh, she just um, wanted 
uh, me to just kind of briefly speak about how we went about what to put on the mural. And we actually had two huge town hall meetings where we asked the community what they wanted to put on the mural. Um, and we kind of like took tallies of all of the different co- like ideas and themes and places and animals and mm-hmm. um, kind of like wrote everything down, had this massive spreadsheet. And interestingly, like our community, like our small like content committee was pretty much spot on in terms of like what we wanted and what the community wanted. So it was kind of very harmonious in the end. You know, we were like hoping to have like a Bengal tiger, you know, like the tea gardens, like in in the northeast of Bangladesh, there's these like beautiful tea gardens that um, are iconic. They're iconic. They used to, you know, they used to uh, make the tea for the royal family, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, and then like, you know, boats and. um, But there is reference to language in that monument. Yes. Yeah. And language, you know, our like kind of script or Bangla script. Yeah. And, we, we're, yeah. Um, we, uh, the, we had a huge language movement in Bangladesh um, in uh, the 40s or the 60s. I can't remember. In the 60s. In the 60s yeah. And yeah. then the 1960s. Yeah. Um, there were yeah. like student protests. Yeah. I mean, people were, people, people lost their lives, lives over, over the language. language. Yeah. So well, it's very yeah. important. Yeah. And then ultimately, like the struggle for Bangladesh was kind of like pivoting on the language. Definitely you know, one, off between, of the language movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between 1.5 and 4 million Bangladeshis were were killed, you know, in the war for independence. So, um, yeah, it's so we have a rich culture and a lot of stories. Culture, yeah, that we want to show through the mural. I think. Yeah, everyone, please, you know, if you if you're ever in the Detroit area, come by to uh, to take a look at our mural. Yeah, we, we take, really a mural. Take, take a selfie with our mural. Take a selfie. Get a fo- yeah. photo shoot. Whatever <laughs> selfie stick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get the, you need a selfie stick. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. gonna be a big one. So yeah. You're gonna need a selfie Wide stick. <laughs> get a high lift for yourself. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think for the selfie game. Yeah. And DTE is working with us to light the wall. So oh. people can go any time of night to see it too. Yeah. It's wow. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to oh, make so one uh, amendment real quick. I uh, it's not just at Bangla Mural; it's at Bangla Mural Project for the Instagram. Oh, handle. for the Instagram. Okay. Yeah, just wanted to clarify. Cool. Well, I'm going to put all this information up. We'll um, when um, wait, at Bangla Mural what was Project. That? Project. Project. Okay. Yeah. And um, one more clarification yeah. on the Peace Action. Uh, Michigan, M-I-C-H dot org. That's the group that ended up being our fiduciary because we're an LLC, so we couldn't take donations, mm. non-profit donations. And, and they're active with our project and their peace action groups uh, work for peace, peace and justice also. So that's you won't see the mural mention on their website. You just donate to peaceactionmichigan.org but, but and put mural, put mural in the note. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Wow, this is um, amazing. Thank you guys so much for sharing this beautiful um project um that i mean just learned so much and i'm just like really excited for all of you um, thanks for having us thank thank you. so thanks for sharing thank your story you so thank you so much for bringing this such yeah. an amazing group uh i'm so glad you guys were able to come and share this story um and i'm really glad that she came to me with the idea um we're actually rounding out this is season two of unsung heroes this is our four, I, I didn't mention it. this is our 40th episode wow, wow. Yeah. nice so Perfect. <laughs> so yeah this is an awesome way to kind of round it out and i'm really excited for you guys june i'm gonna bring my boys Please, they're gonna be out of school they're yeah. gonna, i actually took the last week off too from work so i'm gonna even to watch the painting being yeah. done yeah um, we may have a snow people. cone machine. Oh, maybe, wow. Yeah. You know, and hopefully. definitely on the 17th, I want to try to stop by too. <laughs> yeah. 
but thank you everybody for tuning in. And, um, you know, as I mentioned, we're taking a little bit of a break here on Unsung Heroes. We might have an episode here or there over the summer, but just um, I think this is a wonderful way to round out season two. And um, and you never know, maybe we'll be back uh, next season in the fall. Um, but I just want to thank all of our loyal listeners and new listeners. And I hope we get a lot of new listeners from the show even today. And thank you for um, sharing this podcast, too, on um, your site and on the Insta- on your Instagram page. Um, and I'd, uh, if I can ask um, all my listeners, if you can go on iTunes and do me a huge favor and leave us a review or a rating, that would be wonderful. A review would be even better. Um, and that's just a way, you know, that's what, what we're – doing here is really to get more get more um what do you call it uh traffic online Mm -hmm. um and um just you know be able it it makes it easier for people to find and share so um if you could do that that would be great and just let us know what you like about the podcast what you like about the show what are some episodes that you really enjoyed i'm really proud of this um speaking of projects of this podcast like i think we've done an amazing job of um showcasing some really amazing individuals and groups and projects and i really hope that this is a source of inspiration for many of you. Um, and the cool thing about podcasts is, you know, we might not be releasing as many live for the next few months or over the summer, but you can always go back and find all of our shows. And, um, you know, they're kind of archived. Uh, some amazing um, conversations that have been archived. So thank you all so much for tuning in and um, hope to see you soon and uh, hope to hear from you. Please again, leave a review, follow us on our Facebook page, follow us on iTunes and all those mediums we uh, mentioned before. And we'll see you next time on another episode of Unsung Heroes here on Podcast Detroit.